What's up, guys? Max here, back with another episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. I want to say what's up to everybody in the chat. Andrew, Rambo just checked in. Jacob, Larry, Ed. We've got, uh, who did I miss? Eric, everybody tuning in today. Welcome to the chat. It is an absolute honor to have you guys here today. Welcome, welcome back. Hope you all are having a great weekend and happy Father's Day to all of the uh, dads out there. I hope you're having a good Father's Day, spending it with the kiddos or at least had a chance to chat with them. Yesterday, it's Monday out here in Okinawa and it's pouring rain, if you can believe it. So yesterday, my wife and I had a uh, Skype phone call with her father and mother, my in-laws, and it was really nice. So hope everybody's having a great Father's Day out there. Um, let's see. How does the audio sound? I'm hearing like an echo on my end. Anyway, let me hit you guys with a little... So I hope you guys had a great weekend. Like I said, did anybody go watch Streets of Fire? Gots, what's good? What's good with you? I am very good. Did anybody go watch Streets of Fire this weekend? Like we talked about on Friday, that'd be, I thought that'd be funny if anybody went and watched that movie. Um, kind, of a, kind of a great classic movie, in my opinion. Uh, I was trying to get my wife to watch it this weekend. We ended up watching Last of the Mohegans this weekend, which is like a crazy throwback movie. Those old 90s movies, they, uh, they age. They do, in fact, age questionably. Um, it's, it wasn't as great as I remember actually, but it is still a classic, awesome movie. Let's make sure everybody out there gets to drop that like button on this video. Let's get the chat popping. invite your friends to come watch. If you're new here, subscribe before you bounce. And, uh, today's episode is going to be out of control. I've got some stories for you guys and we are going to be playing squad after this, because like I said, it's pouring raining. So after the show today, we will, we will be doing some gaming. Um, let's see. Did I miss any comments here? Andrew's talking about he's got friends going to the Olympics. So the Olympics are starting next month in Tokyo. And I will be going to Tokyo um, in the beginning of July, like the 5th through the 15th or something like that. And we'll, we're going to climb. We're going to climb Mount Fuji. And then we're going to go stay in Tokyo and do the sightseeing stuff out there. So there will be a time I'm going to be taking a little leave of absence from normally scheduled live shows in July. I'll be posting that on Instagram, Facebook, and discord. If you guys follow me any there, anywhere there, and we'll be talking about it more as the time comes up, but summer vacation time is upon us. So we will be taking a little break. I do plan on making videos like travel videos, while we're in Tokyo. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for one from Fuji, one around Tokyo. We're staying at uh, the Ritz Carlton in Tokyo off of my Marriott points. Um, back when I was in the Navy, I stayed at Marriott hotels uh, months at a time, years of my life, and I've got tons of points. So it's going to be paid for thanks to the US Navy and my Marriott points. So we're staying at a nice hotel up there. So it should be really fun. So stay tuned for that. You got to watch No Man's Land. Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me. I'll put it on the list. Uh, not friends. I just raced him in high school, but he still needs to qualify. That would be awesome if somebody you raced in. What, what was his event? Did I miss that? What was the actual event? Let me tell you, a guy I raced and got destroyed by is vying for Tokyo tomorrow. And what event is that? Because you said the 1500, but what event did you run? Because that's pretty cool. I, uh, I never ran track. I am too slow. I'm tall. I'm lanky, but I'm kind of slow for being tall and lanky. So I did... We have a show today. We do have a show today. Crazy stories. Like every story is bad, except for the last one for Justin. Okay, we're going to end it on something good. But we're going to talk about something today that I've been waiting the 800 meter. Nice. I ran some 800s this weekend, actually. We're going to talk about a story today that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, but I was waiting. Like there wasn't enough information. I think we talked about it a little bit. Um, we talked about it a little bit 
but we haven't gotten too into it and I do, I want to get into it today. So we're going to talk about it. So let's start, let, let's jump into the first story. We'll get, we're going to do like the warm up story. We're going to do the warm up story. Here's here, here's that army investigating death of Colonel at Fort Leavenworth, the death of a Colonel at Fort Leavenworth. So what happened here? Army CID, which is the criminal investigation department, are investigating the death of a colonel who was found unresponsive in his office Tuesday morning and pronounced dead. So Colonel Scott Green, who was the director of the Army's command and general staff school, was found unresponsive in his office at Fort Leavenworth. He was 49 years old, a career infantry officer. He had held a company command in the 75th Ranger Regiment and led an airborne brigade combat team during his 27-year career. The Army says we are deeply saddened by the loss of our tragic loss of our teammate. The magnitude of the loss is immeasurable and will be felt across our formation. That's Lieutenant General Ted Martin, who heads the Army's Combined Arms Center. He positively touched the lives of countless soldiers, families, and civilians across the force through his decorated career. We extend our deepest condolences to his family and friends during this difficult time. Green was highly decorated to combat veteran with multiple tours, including combat parachute jump, which is crazy. There are not many combat parachute jumps that people would even have the opportunity to be on. So the fact that he has one in his in his uh, record is kind of crazy. Oh, well, I guess, you know, unfortunately, he passed away. So it is curious what the cause of death is here. Hopefully it was, I guess the best possible outcome here is it was natural causes. His awards include the prestigious Army's Legion of Merit and multiple bronze stars, including one for Valor. He had his current position since July 2019, was a native of South Dakota, and began his Army career in 94, 1994. After completing ROTC program in South Dakota School of Mines, Technology, in Rapid uh, City. So the 75th Ranger Regiment is actual Army Rangers. So we're talking about Ranger Brigade, Ranger Battalion, and not somebody who just went to Ranger School and then went back to their command. And that means he's probably seen a lot of action, so to speak, in his career if he was deploying with the Ranger Battalion and actually doing a basically Special Operations Command type missions. Rangers get tasked with all kinds of crazy stuff. Rangers lead the way. 75th are the tab Rangers, right? Yes. Or are they scrolled? They're tabbed. They are, they are, well, it's their, which one's Ranger Battalion? That's tabbed, right? Or scrolled? I don't even remember. He, 75th Ranger Battalion is one of the actual uh, active Ranger Battalions, not just Ranger school graduate, but actual Ranger Battalion Ranger. Um, Let's see. Ed, what do you think of my Muslim girlfriend? Uh, it was a nice picture that you said. I did see it. Sorry. I didn't have a chance to respond. Have, is that like a, have you guys ever met in real life? I'm curious. Um, or do you guys just have like an online relationship scroll and tabbed? Um, so you've been to Ranger school and you were in Ranger regiment. So if you're scroll, all Rangers are tabbed. And if you're Ranger battalion, you're scrolled, right? Is that right? So man, there, I, I almost had a, there was almost a chance for me and some other people to go to Ranger school. And I always wonder if I would have, if that opportunity did come, if I would have made it, if I would have passed. It was, it was, uh, it quickly, the opportunity quickly came and went. Uh, it was just a discussion. Like, hey, can we get some seats in Ranger School? After we had uh, gotten back from Afghanistan, we knew somebody over at the, uh, at the Ranger Schoolhouse that we were deployed with in Afghanistan. And he was like, hey, you guys can come to the school. We can cut your orders. And, uh, and we almost went, but it just wasn't. Then ISIS, goddamn ISIS had to pop up. And everything got all crazy with that. And so none of that kind of interesting, non-necessity pro-dev stuff was possible for us anymore. So bummer. But it would have been cool. I would have liked to do it. All branches can go to Ranger School. It doesn't have, You don't have to be Army. So multiple branches can go to Ranger School. And it would have been really cool. Still online 
and we haven't met in person, but she's super legit, not a scam. Okay, good. As long as that, as long as that's the case, you always got to ask. There's a lot of that out there. I assume you guys have FaceTime, they had conversations. As long as you are taking care of yourself, that's all that I care about. Should have done it. It would have been cool. It would have been cool. If the opportunity had come up, uh, there was a few of us who were going to go potentially, and it just didn't happen. So it didn't happen. How are you guys doing, by the way? How are you guys doing? I'd love to hear from you if you guys have any questions for me. And there's not too much on the docket today. Not too much coming across the blotter for stories wise. So if you guys have any questions, anything you want to chat about, anything dangling that we didn't take care of last Thursday for you guys, Friday for me, let me know. I'm happy to talk about it. We've got a, man, I guess we're just going to go army, army, army. It's crazy. Airborne school is open to all branches as far as I know. Yep. Airborne school. Uh, some, some people in the Navy go to airborne school. Uh, even SEALs go to airborne school. Ranger school sounds like it is bound to suck. Uh, yeah, I hear Ranger school is pretty sucky. Uh, it's pro- probably one of the hardest schools that the military has. I've heard Marines do Ranger school. Yep, everyone can do it. There's people from all branches go to Ranger school. Um, the Army, the Army, you know, we've talked to, I say the Army like that, and you guys know where we're going with this one. Sergeant Major dropped to E4, gets confinement over sexual misconduct at Fort Stewart. Emma, Emma, check in with me, Emma. Are you doing okay out there? It's just, I just want to know Emma's doing okay. I want to know everyone who appeared in those Army commercials is doing okay. The former Command Sergeant Major of Wynn Army Community Hospital, which the acronym is WACK, so that's pretty WACK, at Fort Stewart, Georgia, was sentenced to six months of confinement and dropped in rank to specialist after he was convicted of sexual misconduct. Oh, man, that's got to be great for everyone who didn't like him. That's got to be awesome for anybody that he assaulted or was just a douche or two. It's got to be awesome to see him busted down to specialist. That's kind of incredible. I hope every sergeant's giving him cleaning duty right now or something like that. Sergeant Major Quincy Martin was convicted April 9th by military judge Colonel Gregory Batdorf, which is an awesome name, pursuant to his pleas of two specifications of failure to obey a lawful regulation and one specification of extramarital sexual conduct in violation of Articles 92 and 134. By the way, if you guys are trying to make rank the Navy, I hope you do your research on the UCMJ because they are always trying to figure out if you know about the UCMJ or not. Martin was acquitted of two specifications of indecent exposure during a three-day trial. He is currently serving a sentence of confinement, said 3rd Infantry Division Spokesperson Lieutenant Colonel Lindsey Elder. Martin could not be reached for comment. Charge sheets detailing the case against Martin showed the incidents occurred in 2019 and 20. The victims' names were redacted. The charges were made in October, and a new command sergeant major for the hospital was put in place in the same month. In the fall of 2019, so here's what he did. It's always, it's always these high-ranking enlisted officers who feel like they can invite people into their office, come by for a special meeting. I just want to, you're doing so great battle buddy. Why don't you come by my office for a closed door meeting this afternoon? I'm just so proud of you. I just want to bring you closer in to this army command family that we have. So come on in, come on to my office, shut the door, lock it, please. So what he did Grabbed the buttocks of a sergeant without consent and in a sexual manner, according to the charge sheets. He did the same to a sergeant first class in March 2020. So these aren't like PFCs. These are a sergeant first class. I mean, a sergeant, yeah, sergeant first class is an E7. So this is an E9 grabbing the butt of an E7 in like a sexual fashion. 
During that same time frame, Martin also made deliberate comments and gestures of a sexual nature towards the sergeant and sergeant first class, which resulted in maltreatment charges. In one instance, he touched the hand and breast of a specialist and attempted to kiss her. It sounds like he was trying to get just every rank. Sounds like he was just trying to nail every rank. <laughs> Top to bottom, the charge sheets add. He attempted to kiss her. All three soldiers were subordinates, so they were in his chain of command, which is even worse. Martin also engaged in an unduly familiar relationship with the sergeant first class that compromised or appeared to compromise the integrity of a supervisory authority. So he did have some kind of like actual girlfriend too, in addition to his wife. He had a wife, a girlfriend, and he was sexually assaulting these other women. He did the same with the private first class. Yeah, he hit every rank here. Personal relationships between higher ranking soldiers and their subordinates are typically restricted by army regulations. Martin was married and engaged in an extramarital affair. I thought it was married and engaged. Justin says, do all E7s from all branches require congressional approval to be demoted or just chiefs or is that folklore? Uh, well, I will say chiefs are unique um, because the, no other branch treats E7 like the Navy treats chiefs. So... Yeah, you got to collect them all. So, yes, it is true that the, the Navy does treat the rank of E7 differently than all other branches. Now, the whole thing about congressional approval to bust somebody down, I don't think that that's actually true because you hear people about being in court martial all the time and they get busted from E7 down to like E1 or whatever bad conduct discharge if they're a chief. And that doesn't require congressional approval. So I don't actually know the logistics of it. If there's any sea lawyers out there who know better than me, please drop it in the comments like Pokemon cards. Man, that sucks. Poison Army doesn't have staff NCOs. So that is, uh, so over at the WAC Hospital, Sergeant Major Quincy Martin, now Specialist Quincy Martin, is going to be doing his time and getting kicked out of the military for his sexual misconduct. I will say, and we're about to talk about another story here, a, a really not pleasant story, not super legit. Uh, if, if you were out there sexually assaulting people for the last several years and you're military, it's not looking good for you. It is not looking good. Like that stuff is all coming out now. They're going back. They're looking at all this stuff. Green block. You got pretty good production. Oh, thank you very much. And welcome to the channel. Make sure you smash that subscribe button if you haven't already. Like this video. Check out the links in the description. You can become a member of this channel by clicking the join button below this video. You can check out Patreon where we're giving out free t-shirts if you become an elite patron. We've got scuttlebuttshow.com merch. All that. All that's available and more. Like compared to the Marine Corps. Yes. So the Navy just does it differently. Yeah, we broke 4K. We broke... Oh, by, oh, by the way... We broke 4K on the, on, the, on the squad live stream on Friday, my Friday, your guys Thursday. And now we're at like almost 4,200. So, you know, 1,000 made 2,000 easier, 2,000 made 3,000 easier, 3,000 made 4,000 easier, and on and on and on. Uh, it just goes like that, I guess. The, the, the train's in motion. The train's going down the track now. Nothing's stopping the Scuttlebutt Show 10K this year. Uh, thanks Rambo. Yes. Rambo as a member, you're pretty good. Thank you very much. I appreciate that a great deal. Uh, the battlefield commercial did it. The battlefield reaction for sure did it. And people like the insane veteran stuff. So we're going to definitely keep doing that. Um, and I always, I now feel like I have to say it, although I thought it didn't need to be said, you don't have to go far to find information about me on this channel. Um, I'm new to your channel. What do you do in the military? So I'm a veteran of the Navy. 
Uh, my wife is active duty. I did almost 14 years in the Navy and I, I did a lot of things among them were helicopter mechanic, uh, prison guard and drone pilot as just a couple of, uh, notable things. I guess I have to say when I'm doing the insane veteran react stuff, it, it's not meant to be taken seriously. It's a character and it's for fun. Uh, and now I'm, I'm getting all these weird comments about people like stolen valor and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I've never been to underwater space or the halo rings. I didn't know I had to clear that up. So I've never actually been to a real life halo ring or to underwater space or to space. So, uh, Pogue, uh, probably a pogue. I've been out on ops outside the wire in Iraq and Afghanistan, but I'm more of a pogue than not for sure. But as far as sailors go, I, uh, have done a lot. So as far as the Navy goes, I deployed with green berets. I deployed with seals. Uh, <laughs> stolen valor is meme. I, I should make a meme when, when you, when you claim you've been to halo rings and then people say you're stolen valor, that's out of control. Uh, the whole military religious freedom foundation video I did last week has, I've gotten, if you guys see my Instagram story, I've gotten these long emails and things about, uh, how great that foundation is and, and how, uh, how wrong I was about that. But I invited that guy onto my show. I said, Hey, if you think I, uh, if you think that no car, no respect, what if I have a car? So, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I invited Mikey onto the show, Mikey Weinstein from the religious freedom foundation, military religious freedom foundation. And we'll see, we'll see if he wants to come on as a guest. His, his, uh, organization seems to think I got it wrong with my uh, reaction to his story. So his, uh, his request for his annual funding. So, uh, your character needs an operator's hat. Can't be legit operated without an operator's hat. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I will calm down green block. No, you, you don't have to calm down. You can, uh, you can do, well, you can say whatever you can ask me any questions. Do gameplay video. I see you just subscribed. I'm doing squad after this. So we're doing squad after this, uh, live stream. So we do these live streams Sunday through Thursday and then, uh, and then gaming after that. So if you're here for gaming, check it out after the live stream, but Hey, stop by for both. Um, Ke Kelvin feels strongly about doing gameplay. Uh, it's going to be after this. So, Oh, by the way, that always reminds me, I need to switch my chat to all chat. Um, there we go. Huge douche. I don't know if he's a huge douche, but I've got questions. I stand by everything I said in that video, by the way. Um, let's see. Okay. So here's the deal. <sighs> a story has been developing over about two years. We covered it when an army PFC named Asia Graham was found dead in her barracks room last year. And more and more has come out about that story. And finally, there's something to really talk about here. So soldier gets 18 years for sexual assault of Asia Graham and another woman, 18 years. Now we got to unpack this whole thing because there's a lot to talk about here. So this guy, PFC Christian Alvarado, a soldier was found guilty at Fort Bliss, Texas court martial of sexually assaulting two women, including a fellow soldier who died of a drug overdose a year later. So a recent autopsy last week, I almost covered this last week, but I wanted to wait until there was a little bit more information. So the autopsy showed that she had probably smoked 
some weed that was laced with fentanyl and she died of a combination of those drugs. PFC Christian Alvarado was convicted on one specification of making a false official statement, two specifications of sexual assault, and one specification of aggravated assault in violation of articles 107, 120, and 128 of the UCMJ. I'm prepping you guys for advancement over here. Alvarado was acquitted of five other specifications of sexual assault. He was sentenced to confinement for 18 years, as well as a dishonorable discharge. Over 18 years. 18 years. During questioning at trial, Alvarado told prosecutors that he was sexually abused as a child and had an extensive mental health history, but he was also caught lying about a football scholarship he claimed he won at Arizona State University. There's not much to brag about as far as going to Arizona State University to me, unless you want to party, unless you want to brag about how hard you can party and how long you can do a keg stand for. Uh, Arizona State University is like party capital. Whenever we went to Vegas, if somebody was like, oh yeah, we're, we're from ASU, we'd be like, all right, let's have a good time. So, so here's the deal. Let me, let me break this down for you really quick. Just my, my thoughts, my initial thoughts. Uh, We've been talking about recruiting on this show for a while. We're always talking about it. We're always talking about recruiting. You know, people are always asking, I went to the doctor for depression. And should I tell, I've, I've gotten this question several times on this channel. I've gotten to the mental, I've gotten a psychiatrist about depression, anxiety, PTSD. Should I tell my recruiter? Should I tell him when I join? Those diagnoses, if you have treatment for those, require waivers to join the military and it's because of stuff like this, okay? People who are struggling psychologically, let's assume, let's assume what he's saying is true and not an excuse to get him out of trouble, okay? Let's just go with that for now. If, because he, if he has an extensive mental health history that could be verified because they didn't say it's unverifiable, let's say he's been to uh, therapy and then he joins the army and then this happens, should this person have ever been in the army in the first place and then would Asia Graham still be alive? So... The deal with Asia Graham, one of the sexual assault convictions stemmed from Alvarado raping 19-year-old PFC Asia Graham while she was unconscious on December 30th, 2019 at Fort Bliss. Roughly one year later this New Year's Eve, Graham was found dead in her barracks room. Graham overdosed from a mixture of fentanyl and synthetic cannabinoids, according to a military medical examiner's findings that, uh, this last week. An Army CID investigation of PFC Asia Graham's death remains open due to associated criminal matters. However, no foul play is suspected in her death. But what I will add here about her death, she was sexually assaulted around New Year's Eve 2019, and she died New Year's Eve 2020. So... Around New Year's Eve 2019, sexually assaulted. New Year's Eve 2020, found dead. Uh, On the anniversary of her assault. So, are those things connected? I can't say that with certainty, but they absolutely sound connected. So, they absolutely sound connected. After Graham reported her assault to her chain of command in June 2020, an investigation was launched and several other victims were identified by CID agents. Not all of the charges brought by investigators resulted in convictions. Charge sheets detailing allegations against Alvarado stated he had sex with a woman who was too intoxicated to consent in May 2020, months after the incident with Graham. He also sexually assaulted another woman in August 2020. The aggravated assault charge came from that same incident when Alvarado unlawfully strangled someone. Additional charges of sexual assault on a woman in Mesa, Arizona, were also brought against Alvarado, but he was found not guilty of those. Alvarado had been assigned to 1501st Attack Battalion. Uh, he enlisted in July 2018 and was at Fort Bliss from February 2019. 
Alvarado sentencing came the same day a Rancor study found that Fort Bliss was the top of the list of army installations where women were at the highest risk for sexual assault. Wow. Um, researchers concluded that large numbers of young and inexperienced soldiers, toxic command climates, and proximity to combat arms units could account for those risks. Alvarado's court-martial was presided over by Judge Colonel Robert Shuck. So this whole thing is the conclusion to the Asia Graham story as far as justice being served to her perpetrator, which ultimately led to her death. A lot of people believe, and I don't see any reason why I would not believe that. Um, absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. I feel terrible for Asia and her family. And if you look up more information about her, she had a great relationship with her family. She always wanted to be in the military. Uh, and then tragically, this um, is the outcome of that. So cannabinoids, Justin says, so spice, I'm not sure about the, I don't know a lot about synthetic cannabinoids. So you could probably tell me more clearly what that could mean. What are all the things that synthetic cannabinoids could mean? Is it just spice? Uh, Weinstein is a douche. I, you say, I've been reading about him on This Ain't Hell, Valor Guardians for years. Trust me, Weinstein is a douche. I do trust you with that. Um, Nuggets, you should be with your dad. Welcome to the chat. I'm glad you were with your dad. Two whole years. Hate to hear it. Shit may wears your haircut and shave. Uh, <laughs> pain, poor women, sexual abusers should be punished badly. I agree. Shipmate, only the command master chief uses shipmate. Man, it's always those HUA army weirdos doing creepy stuff. Uh, you, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I know, um, I know that you are new to the channel, so maybe I should do this. Maybe I should bear with me for one second, guys, since you want to know about my haircut and shave, let me, uh, let me show you my haircut and shave one second here. This is, uh, I know you were asking, I'm only doing this because I know you were asking about my, um, my deployment before. So let me see if I can find this for you really quick. Talking about haircut and shave with me. Show you my haircut and shave in the military. Get ready. Get ready for it because I'm going to show it to you. And I am just buying time. I am just buying time. Ask me questions in the chat. I need, I need a distraction. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, where is this picture? You know what? Here's what I'll do. Since I can't find exactly what I'm looking for, I will pull this up. So this is me. This is me uh, in Afghanistan in 2014. So you want to know about haircut and shave. Look at this six-month beard right here. Six-month beard, six-month haircut. Patriot right there. That's my Patriot photo. So now, tell me, where's my haircut and shave? This is actually a good, nice, close shave. I shave for you guys on this show. I did say, what did I say? If we get 50 members, I'll grow my beard back out. So I did say that, right? 50 members to this channel. I think we have five or six right now. If we get 50 members, I'll grow my beard back out. May sexual abusers DIC fall off. Punk, tell that to the judge. They should be punished badly. Better be, it is for sure. Dishonorable discharge. My cruise, Larry, did you ever find me in the cruise book? Actually, by the way, um, fave gun, image, sub, or carbine. Uh, M4, the M4 fave gun. Fave, my fave, my fave gun. Um, so let's see, one of the most American things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes, it is. It is great. The, uh, the caption for that picture was Chuck Norris, never heard of her. 
So that was uh, the culmination of my entire career was that picture. So let's see. I saw Green Block dropped a comment. You look like Sark in that pic. Um, so we've got a, so we got a few more stories. So yes, should MC just MC what's up touche Rambo. I want to make this happen. Max, your beard's going to catch up to mine. Uh, that would be really tough actually. I don't know about that. So yeah, that Asia Graham story, that was horrible. That was sad. Been following that for a while when she was first found dead in her barracks room, I said, uh, I'll be curious to see what ends up being the cause of that. Hopefully not suicide. And there's no, I guess there's no reason to think that it is suicide, probably an inadvertent overdose of drugs. So that is a bummer. That's a huge bummer. Um, we've got, so something interesting, this is interesting. Got something interesting for you guys, which is a Marine was murdered in Russia this week. A Marine was murdered in Russia this week. And the circumstances are kind of sad. So let's talk about it. Body of ex-U.S. Marine in Russia found after messaging mom, I hope I'm not being abducted. That's so, that's so horrible. That's terrifying. So it seems like, you know, you know that uncomfortable laugh that you do? Like, you're not a killer, right? Uh, that's kind of what is going on here. The body of a former U.S. Marine who was studying at a university in Russia has been found days after she had gone missing, according to reports. Catherine Soro, 34 years old, about my age, had not been heard from since Tuesday night after she got into an unidentified car outside her residence in a suburb of Nizhny Novgorod, around 250 miles east of Moscow. I don't know a lot about uh, Russian geography. Before her discovery... Her mother, Becky Soro, told NPR from Vicksburg, Mississippi, that she had received a message from her daughter that said, in a car with a stranger, I hope I'm not being abducted. So that's not good. She said that her car was in a hurry to get to a clinic and so may have got into a passing car rather than wait for an Uber. People go out there, they pretend to be Ubers. They say, oh, you're waiting for an Uber. People get in. That's why you're always supposed to do the name verification. Please never get into an Uber unless the driver knows your name. Make them tell you your name. So if the car pulls up and they roll down the window and you're standing there, who are you here for? The driver should say your name. So if it was me, I'm waiting for an Uber. Uber pulls up. I say, hello. They say, hey. I said, who are you waiting for? They say, Max. That's me. I'm Max. Thank you very much. So always confirm before you get into an Uber. It just, I hope you have heard that before. If not, that is how you're supposed to be doing it. So I think that when she saw that person wasn't driving to the clinic, but instead driving into a forest, she panicked, her mother said. Her telephone last pinged off of a cell tower in that forest. Oh man, she's probably trying to call for help or text for help. A criminal investigation into her disappearance was launched and a large-scale search operation was undertaken. A public appeal was made on social media and more than 100 volunteers combed the forest north of the suburb of Box. I couldn't imagine. I've never been part of a, a search party for a missing person or anything like that, but as a, as a, as a family member, as a, as a mom, husband, spouse, whatever it is, that's really scary. That's really scary. Um, to be walking through, you're basically looking for a body and you know it, right? You're basically looking for a body and you know it, but you can't believe it until you finally find the person which is, that sucks. The Regional Federal Investigative Committee said in a statement on Saturday that after the search, the girl's body was discovered. A man born in 1970, here's the part that just makes me go bananas. I hate, 
I hate this so much. It said a man born in 1977 who had previous convictions for serious crimes had been arrested on suspicion of murder. Catherine Sorrow had enrolled in a master's program of law at Lobachevsky University in 2019 and wanted to learn Russian before becoming an immigration lawyer. Marine, served in Afghanistan, going to college to become an immigration lawyer, murdered by someone who had been convicted of serious crimes before, and this is always the case. It's always repeat offenders. Why are we cool with this? Why are we all cool with letting people who are violent abusers, sexual assaulters, child molesters, are like armed robbery, violent assault, just going and doing this again and again and again and again. This is not, this is common. This is not a unique situation. It's always a repeat offender. It's sick, totally sick that we've got, and this is Russia, but it happens, in, I, I know that this is Russia, but this happens in the United States all the time. People who are obviously not good people who can't go out and just live their own life, they have to hurt the lives of other innocent people. And we just let them out. People who've been convicted of horrible crimes. I mean, sometimes on the same day nowadays. Unbelievable. If someone tells you that they're a violent criminal, believe them. They tell you with their actions. They tell you by doing it once, twice, three times, four times. I can't believe it. She had graduated from the University of California with a master's degree master's degree in art history and served in the Marine Corps doing one tour in Afghanistan. She had survival skills. She probably tapped into some of that Marine Corps in her, that Marine that she had in her as somebody who's always a Marine when she was in her final moments. And I hope that she went out fighting courageously while she was being murdered, brutally murdered by a convicted convict, like a convicted criminal. NPR had tweeted that her disappearance moved me the most since I started covering Russia for NPR five years ago. She was a young American coming to Russia with high hopes and her mother Becky's fortitude as darkness closed in thousands of miles away. Absolutely horrible. So to you, Catherine, we salute you. Rest in peace. I'm sorry that this happened for you. I hope that your family finds some closure. I hope that the person who did it never sees the light of day again. That's what I think about that. I get so bothered. You know, if you've ever been involved in a, in a, in a violent crime or a robbery and it goes to court, you know, it's, I can't think of a time that I've been a part of anything like that where it wasn't a repeat offender. It's always a repeat offender. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Being a female former U S military in Russia is a smart idea. Moving overseas is always scary. Still, I still take only taxis from the airport. Interesting. Sorry, my dog's barking. If you guys can hear that. Bro, send those autonomous drones to go find her and take care of her abductor, right? That suspect is going black dolphin. Help women in discomfort if you spot Eddie in public. True. Crap like this makes my blood boil. An innocent woman, I want to kill someone. Yeah, that was an innocent woman. Innocence uh, lost, as they say. So, yes, innocent woman. Um, Justin, I think it's good, Max. It means you care. So yeah, you know, it's, uh, I do care. Like it makes me wish that I, like, I always wish I could be there, you know? And I think it's good to care in such a rough world. Like you, I always wish I could be around. That's why whenever I see something, my wife always gives me a hard time because if we're out 
and I see somebody doing something bad, I always say something. And I'm not always polite about it. I'll tell you that. I always say something like, how hard is it? Just don't let people go out and do bad things. Like it's scary to get involved, but see something, say something or call somebody something. I, I, I can't just like look the other way. I, cause I hope that whatever I'm doing is having some kind of like long-term, maybe positive impact, putting some good vibes out into the world, maybe somehow disrupting something like this from happening. Sometimes people just knowing that people in the area are alert or watching or something like that can discourage someone from doing something bad. I don't know. I don't know. Not telling you guys what to do, but just saying. We've got basically one more story today. So if you guys have any questions for me, feel free to drop them in the chat. And then we're going to be playing squad. Like I said, it's pouring rain out here in Okinawa for the, uh, well, I guess it didn't really rain too bad on Sunday. Yesterday we were out walking around, but it was just um, uh, a little nasty out. It was like the ghost of rain was outside is what I kept saying. Because the air had like this moisture in it that you could see. And I just called, I called it the ghost of rain. Don't be a bystander. My man is doing good stuff. Did you see the link in the song, Corongal Valley, I put in a Discord server? Uh, I'll have to go look at the Discord. Let's see. OG Litness in the house. Litness, you saw my toast to you on a Saturday night. I appreciate you. We'll be back on squad today after this. In Mexico, we never take taxis because they are shady as hell. I believe you, Rambo. I, I believe you. You've been, in the, you've been in that dark place. You lived through it. So... And I appreciate you sharing that stuff with us on the channel here. You see the armor lock Halo, Halo meme I sent in Discord. I haven't been on Discord in a couple of days, so probably not. Um, I'll have to check it. I'll have to check it. I think that's pretty courageous. You have planted some seeds you may be unaware of that could have significant impact that you don't even know about. You know, you can only guess, right? But I just hope that if you just maybe interrupt some bad thing that's happening, uh, you can help somebody out a little bit here and there. I don't know. I don't know. Try and I just always make sure that if it's happening right in front of me, I don't do nothing. What will happen if you try a 360 no scope in a field? Explain what happened in reality. Uh, it's not going to work great for you. Why am I in Oki? My wife is in the Navy stationed out here. When do you do the next squad gaming stream? In like 45 minutes. It's going to be today after this. So you guys know, speaking of Okinawa, thank you. Uh, thank you. Who said that? Who said the Oki? Greenblock. Thank you, Greenblock, for asking me what I'm doing in Oki because we, we have a story about Okinawa coming up right now. Can we get a story about your service? Uh, those are best saved for Thursday night shows. Back in, if you're in the United States right now, Thursday night shows, we can talk all about it. Uh, and if you join me on squad, I, I, I talk kind of casually out there too. Uh, I can talk about whatever. But these shows, primarily, I have to get through my news stories and give you the daily military news that's going on for you. And I've got one right here that I got because I want to highlight other people on this show. I want to draw attention to other issues with this platform than myself. So what am I talking about? What other issue could there be? Well, if, if you're new to the channel here, one thing that I love to do is highlight hometown heroes, service members who find themselves in extraordinary situations, step up to the plate and help someone out. And that's what we have here today. Marine couple honored for rescuing hikers stranded after flash flood on Okinawa. And if you guys don't know about Okinawa, let me show you guys something really quick. Before we cover this story, let me show you guys. Basically, this is great because I actually have a video of myself walking through an area 
just like this and I can show you what it's like. Okay. So here is, here is me. If that's makes any sense. Here is me from a YouTube video posted on this channel. You can go watch the whole thing. It's from April, 2020. Welcome to Okinawa. Welcome to the Okinawa jungle, baby. You're going to die. Okay. Is the name of this video. Go back to April, 2020. You can watch this whole thing, but watch this clip here really quick of me walking through basically the same place that this uh, story is about to take place. And you can kind of see what this is like. Okay. This is the, uh, <laughs> the deep part. We went through this earlier. Watch as I, uh, watch as I freeze my, my butt off and the front butt too, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, that's that, uh, Make sure I don't lose my balance here. That'd be a disaster. Right. <laughs> it was literally as soon as I said it. As soon as I said it, I ate it into this uh, water and saved the camera, though. I saved the camera. And that's my wife in the background. And we were out there with our buddy, Mark. What's yeah, up, Beaufort? So kind of ate it in the water there. And this video is just all me walking through... Uh, walking through the, the Okinawa jungle. So there are all these hikes. There are all these hikes to these waterfalls out in Okinawa. That was probably pretty choppy because uh, of Streamlabs here slowing it down. But if you guys go watch that video, it's, uh, it's in 4K. 4K, perfect frame rate. So uh, we've got these hikes that people go on. And you have to kind of walk through the, the, the river or whatever. You have to walk through the river. So it can... We can get extreme weather here. It's pouring rain today. It's been pouring rain a lot. And so when this happened, uh, they were out, these, these uh, Marines, dual, dual military family, Marine Corps, husband and wife, were out on a hike when the weather turned at a place called Tataki Falls, a very popular hike out here. We've done it. Everyone's done Tataki Falls out here. Very popular hike. These are short hikes. The terrain's not too crazy. There's not a lot of hills. Okinawa is relatively flat. It's very flat. And they got caught in the rain when there was a flash flood, which happens out here in Okinawa, and they saved some people. So the Marine Corps has honored a dual military couple who helped rescue more than a dozen people, a dozen people stranded when a flash flood struck a riverside hiking trail to the scenic waterfall in Okinawa last year. Master Gunnery Sergeant Ronald Thomas, 42, and Master Sergeant Sarah Thomas, 44, were awarded the Navy and Marine Corps Commendation Medal on Tuesday at Camp Courtney. Camp Courtney is north of here from where I am in near Kadena Air Force Base. Both are assigned to 3rd MEF, which is the 3rd MEF, 3rd Med, Marine, 3rd everything is out here in Japan. The whole mentality for me was never leave anyone behind, Ronald told Stars and Stripes. What a hero. On September 13th, 2020, so this is a while ago, the couple and their son were trekking with friends toward Tataki Falls on a one and a half mile out and back trail in Kunigami, according to the Marine Corps. The trail runs alongside the Henan River and includes rope climbs and paths that wind in and out of the water. So you'll find yourself walking along the paths here, and then you have to dip into the water to go, you know, around something. There's these very narrow, like maybe this wide areas that you kind of walk along and they have ropes. So they have ropes that people have uh, used climbing tools to secure to the side of the rocks and you can grab those and walk along. So it's pretty fun. I mean, it's really fun. On a nice day, you're good. It's fine. Go do it. It was raining off and on the previous day, but it was sunny when we got out there. Once they reached the waterfall, he said the note, he noticed the weather starting to change and suggested they head back. As we were getting the kids out of the water and the rain picked up right away and the waterfall picked up immediately, making it tough for us to advance back. 
Minutes later, the fast-rising river along the trail turned muddy and began rushing with a dangerous force. I'm about 6'4", and the water was up to my shoulders, he said. So I'm 6'2", so that means it would have been up to my chin probably. The group made a path through the riverbank steep hillside. After getting to a safe spot, they helped more than a dozen people, including Japanese residents and fellow service members trapped on the other side by using a rope found on a fence to guide everyone across the rushing water. So they held on, helped them across, secured them with a rope in case they got swept away. If you've never been in rushing water, you don't stand a chance. That water will take you. You don't have a chance. So we crossed with the rope, she said. Once across, other adults staggered themselves around the rope to make it easier for people to cross. We continued this method a few times down the path and picked up people stranded on the riverbanks as we went. There was no trail to go down because the current was so quick. We were making our own path on the side of the mountain. At any moment, any of us could have fell. It was muddy, the rocks were slippery, and the rope was no thicker than a pinky. Yes, this is not a nice area to be walking. You're going to be tripping. You're going to be slipping. It's not going to be good. The group finally made it to safety hours after trekking and helping one another through the raging waters. So these are densely overgrown jungles full of snakes, spiders, all kinds of bugs, anything you can imagine, these poisonous lizards and frogs and everything. So they have to look out for that. Like I said, densely overgrown. They probably weren't carrying a machete or anything like that. So they're trying to bushwhack through this stuff and they're helping people, picking people up along the way. Who knows what would happen if these marine marine these Marines weren't there. When faced with this challenge, we didn't know the other service members on the hike, but by the end, we had a better understanding of each other. The camaraderie of our service played a larger role in our success that day. So that's what happens. You put a bunch of military together into a, into a tough situation and they handle it. They got that handled. So Bravo Zulu to them. They are what I like to call super legit. They are super legit. So shout out to them. Proud of them for doing their thing. That's it. They get a Bravo Zulu from me. What's going on in the comments over here? Seeing someone bend pins on a CPU. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks, Max, for showing that waters are no joke. Water is not to be underestimated. Went to a swimming hole today. Trust me, I know. Nuggets, nice. Can't wait to go there. I always wanted to go to Japan. Oh, Japan's great. Racking up lives. 510, you'd be a goner. Water be crazy sometimes. Water is a quiet threat. Thank goodness he was fit and probably strong. Yep, Thank, and fearless too, Nugget says. 6'4", Jack Marine. The exact man for the job and woman. Yes. Let's not forget his wife. Uh, also a Marine. So it took, it took both of them. They both helped all those people. This is definitely the Marines that fought that dragon in the commercials. <laughs> yes. That's why it's important to stay in shape. You never know when you'll have a swim or support your own weight in life or death situation. Totally, totally hashtag super legit. Hell yeah. We want name, uh, reveal. Wasn't the name in there? Sergeant Ronald Thomas and master Sergeant Sarah Thomas. Um, meanwhile, Oki combat vets are laughing at their little situation in Oki. What's the little situation? Legit's in the chat. Ariba. Ariba. Wait, uh, Marines. Ariba Marines. Yes, let's go. Let's go, Marines. Thank you, Rambo. So those are the stories that I have today. Um, and we'll be doing squad after this. So it's a nice casual, you know, these Monday shows tend to, they tend to be a little slower. It's like the weekend kind of is a slow event for news, but we'll be back tomorrow with brand new stuff. Did anybody go back and rewatch that SEAL team animated movie trailer from last week? How, how funny was that? That was something else. I don't know. I might do a whole nother video on that. So today, oh my gosh, by the way, you guys, I have something coming for you this week that I'm so excited to share with you. I cannot wait. It's going to be so fun. We've got more stuff coming. Stay, stand by for a new uh, drone pilot breaks down drone scenes in movies video. I'm collecting the clips for that and I'm looking for your guys' help. So if you know any movies or TV shows or games with drone clips, please send them to me. 
if you can be specific, if you can send me links, that would be even better. So if you, if you guys know, I'm putting out a call for help here. Okay. If you guys know some drone clips from movies, TV shows, video games, whatever, military related that I could break down or even not military related, anyone, anyone's okay. That I could break down, please send them to me so I can keep making drone pilot breaks down drone clips from movies. Yes, Beaufort. I have to, okay. So I have to make the full video. I have to make the full video because uh, not everyone saw that on, on Friday. So yes, I'll stand by for that. It's pretty great. Drone breakdowns. Nice. Yes. So we have the one on the channel already. It's called the scuttlebutt. Uh, uh, drone, Navy drone pilot breaks down drone clips from movies. You can go find that. It's from about three weeks ago or a month ago. That's on the channel and more to come with that. Okay. So you guys, next time you see me going live today, uh, bro, I'm about to send some epic drone links. Yes, please do. Please do. So the next time you see me go live today, we're going to be playing squad. So stand by for that. Uh, send it to me at either. Okay. So great question, Kelvin. Great question. You can find me at here on YouTube, but the scuttlebutt show gmail.com or on Instagram. I bet you go to the e-club and fight junior enlisted. <laughs> I wish, um, see if I still can keep up with a 19 year old PFC Lance corporals and stuff. Um, so here's the deal. Instagram at the Scuttlebutt Show, Facebook at the Scuttlebutt Show, uh, Discord. The Discord is linked in the description of this video. I do go on there once every few days and check in on what's going on out there. And the Scuttlebutt Show, gmail.com. If you guys want to send me anything, those are the best ways to do it. As always, subscribe, share the videos, check out the memberships for this channel. You can join and become a member and get that special icon next to your name. To all the members in the chat today, Rambo, Andrew, uh, am I missing anybody? Just thank you guys for being here. Thank you to all the patrons who you will see shouted out at the conclusion of this episode here in a second. We're out here Sunday through Thursday, 1800 Pacific Standard Time, which is the West Coast, uh, with new military news, videos, reactions, and all that stuff. I like Apache FLIR gun cam footage. Yeah, drone pilot parody with comedian Nick Kroll. Max is like the BFG, but we got his back. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, thank you for having my back. Uh with all that being said, it's true though. With all that being said, I'll talk to you guys very soon. If you're tuning in for the squad stream, anybody else, I'll see you tomorrow for another regularly scheduled show. And until then, that's the scuttlebutt.